It's finally here, the 100th episode of the Boxing Life podcast with me, Tony Jeffries. Whoa, 100 episodes. I've just been looking there. The first episode that I did was in September 2014, and that was Sunland versus Los Angeles. I've been in LA for two years uh, when I've done that episode, so I should really go back and have a little listen to that, see, uh, see what it was all about. I remember I was really nervous before I'd done that podcast because, you know, it's doing something new, putting something out there to the world. Don't really know what I was doing, but I did it and uh, it seemed to go really well. I got a great response from that episode. I think it's the first time anyone's ever compared Sunland with LA. I don't know if they've done it since. So that that's what that podcast was. If you want to go back and you can have a look at that, it's in the archive somewhere. And... In 2015, I continued doing them now and then, wasn't very consistent. 2016, the same, just every few months I would do a podcast. Then 2017, I thought, you know what, I'm going to give this a real go. I'm going to really try and grow this. I've seen uh, my boy, Brendan Sharp, killing it with these podcasts, making thousands. And I thought, even though I wasn't doing it for the money, I thought, well, maybe if I be more consistent with it, maybe something good will come of it. So in 2017, I did an episode every week. I did 52. I think, in fact, I think it was 54 episodes I did in 2017. Very consistent at the end of the year. The numbers didn't grow that much. And the and I put a lot of time into it. I put a lot of energy, a lot of money into it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a little backseat from the podcast in 2018 and concentrate more on on my business even though I was working along with doing the business stuff all the time but I thought I'm gonna I might have took my eye off the ball a little bit uh, so I thought no I'm gonna go full flight uh, balls deep back into the business and I did that with the Box and Burn gyms and the Box and Burn Academy so 2018 was a bit of a quiet year for the podcast in and out I would do it every now and then I had a producer uh, Ernie who was helping but it was just trying to get my schedule aligned with his schedule and then I was trying to get Glenn on if he wanted to come on or I'd get a guest on uh, so I I was pretty inconsistent well I was very inconsistent in 2018 2019 came along exactly the same very inconsistent I did a few this year earlier this year by myself in the gym uh, which I, I enjoy doing then I might uh, I might do some more of them and then, yeah, then it's got to this one, episode 100. And I'd just like to say a thank you to everyone who, who listens to this podcast and everyone who gives us support or who follows us on social media or, or whatever, you know, it's, it's really good. It's really good to get your feedback. And one thing what's great is when I'm walking, wherever I may be walking and someone comes up and says, oh, Tony, I'm a huge fan of your podcast. I love your podcast. That, for me, is amazing. You know, I get it from my social media uh, a bit as well which is great but when it's the podcast like oh wow that's really powerful so thank you for thank you for listening and i wonder if there's anyone out there who's listened to all 100 episodes uh, if you have you should send me a message and, and tell me that you have and tell me which one your favorite one was and also if you if you're pretty new to the podcast if if you, if there's some things that you like better than other things you can give me that feedback as well I might not take the feedback because I like doing the podcast the way I like doing the podcast. And uh, But I'd still love your feedback and maybe you've got an idea for me what might make it even better. 
So yeah, that's it. And I just wanted to say again, thank you all for listening. Uh, here it is, episode 100 of the Boxing Life podcast with me, Tony Jeffries, and Glenn Holmes. We are just quickly tell you what about what this podcast is about, you know. So half of the podcasts, what I do is on boxing, half's on life. This one's on life. This is all life and all stories from um, the last few months, what we've been up to and, and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's pretty entertaining. There's a few Uber stories in there, you know, from our Uber driver experiences, being in these crazy Ubers. Uh, so yeah, here it is. Enjoy. Welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast. Where we talk about everything from boxing to business. Fighting Manny Pacquiao is is an experience. It's not a fight. Mindset to money. I, I think any business, you have to make it someone's third place. Speaking to some of the world's most interesting people. So that would be considered an example of a biohack. Where like I'm hacking my biology. From Sutherland, England. Now living in Los Angeles, California. You put him in the ring with me in his day, and I'm talking his best day, and I'm 50 right now. I will knock him nah. out. Here's your host. 2008 Olympic medalist and former undefeated professional boxer, Tony Jeffries. We are rolling on the 100th episode of the Boxing Life podcast. Get in. Mr. Holmes, what about that, mate? I'm honoured to be on the 100th episode. Yeah, I thought I'd bring you on as a guest. You know, you've been on probably another... I've been on about five now, haven't I? <laughs> been on about 90 of them. No, I don't even know. Probably not that many. You've been on probably about 80, 85, 80 of them. Been yeah. on most of them. The majority is the I co-host. It's class. It's really good doing these. Actually, we've seen this is the 100th episode. That's a bit of a lie. We've well, it's a, a fucking lie. We've, we've, done, we've done a few more. There's been a couple where it's been... Some uh, have been too X-rated, haven't they, to make it? Yeah. Well, some of them were the boxing man trainers. I never classed them as episodes, even though they were. Uh, but the, we've done a couple where when we first start doing the podcast, we'd... It's a hobby. It still is a hobby, but now we understand we've got to be more professional. We've got a bigger following, and more people are listening to us, and um, one bigger, a bigger influence now than we ever were. So when we first started doing it back in 2015, 2016, it was like Glenn, come to mind, bring some drink, we'll get drunk, we'll do a podcast, we'll yeah. talk shit for a bit, <laughs> and we did that, and we had a, a right laugh, which we still do now. We had to delete a few of them. Yeah, we had to delete a few, yeah. We because like, we can't really what put was these the, on. Which was the first episode that you had to delete? Was it Steve? No, it was Paul Kane. Paul oh, Kane yeah. come and we had to delete that. He's crazy talking about sniffing cocaine off prostitutes oh, in Las yeah. Vegas. That sort of stuff, which was a great topic. It, and people listening to this now... It's a great topic. <laughs> people listening to this now, I th- they might be thinking, well, why did you delete that? You know, it's, it's all good. But, yeah, we, we had to delete it. I had people send us direct messages saying... Uh, Tony, my kid listens to your podcast and I yeah, heard this, you shit. can't have that, yeah. so. But he just, he just like takes stuff and just starts talking about random stuff, doesn't he? He's off his head. Yeah. I don't think we'll be having on, on again. No, but he was so, <laughs> so funny. I remember one, one thing that he said, uh, he said, he said, Tony, Glenn, can I ask you a question? I went, yeah, he went, have you ever flung a dwarf off a hot air balloon? Oh yeah, that was a belter, that. I was, I was like, like what? So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this is like episodes like that. We've got to really, uh, we've Have got you ever thrown a dwarf out of a balloon just so randomly, but we we're drunk, so we had to delete that episode, you know. But, uh, yeah, but yes, so now the 100th episode, and it's been a long time coming. Now we've got a thank you. Now we've got a new producer, uh, Mr. Brandon Reese, behind the camera, behind the mics, and he's got his own podcast called The Bus. The bus driver experience, and I was a guest on that podcast. That's how I got to meet him, and it was funny because 
he started off, he said, he calls himself, I'm the bus guy, mm. right? So I told a little story at the start of the, this. Do you know what, just first, before you tell the story, first thing that comes into my head when you say the bus guy and talks about buses and all that, I just think of in between is bus wankers. Oh, the bus wankers, yeah. yeah. That's the first thing I think, <laughs> bus driver. Well, the first thing wankers. that popped into my head was, uh, a, f- a few weeks ago, or maybe a couple of months ago now, someone, one of my friends from back home, sent me a, a news link article of a lad who we went to school with was in the news because he got arrested because he was touching himself on the back of a bus. <laughs> and it was S- someone you knew? Someone I knew. He was in my form at school and he got arrested for touching himself on the back of the bus. So how do we hear that story? You have to go. It's on his podcast. Yeah, so it's on his podcast. Well, this is the bi- so basically this is the story. Like, he, he's the bus guy, and I was thinking, oh, but as you keep seeing, I'm not that bus guy, he's not that bus guy. Yeah. You know? Imagine that. <laughs> Did <laughs> Ima- you see it? No, I mean, I wasn't there. Oh, you weren't there? No, I wasn't there. I've seen him on the back of the bus, but imagine that, though. Imagine it, how hammered he'd get if he, if he got caught doing that. But uh, imagine how horny he must be to touch yourself on the back of a bus. I know. Talking Just about these... Come on, mate, sort it out. Talking about executed podcasts, this is kind of going that way now, isn't it? <laughs> but... Uh, but well, anyway, let, let's let's move on. What what are we going to talk about? This is the hundredth episode. We've had people pe- like we've had more and more people listening every episode over the last hundred episodes. Right. It's been a, a good while since the ninety ninth episode. We've talked about doing this episode for a long time. Yeah, what can we, people we, expect out of this? We've next got a hour or two of podcast. We've got a few question answers, but we'll we'll get to them at the end. I've put a thing on, on Instagram seeing um, seeing. Mm-hmm. Ask us questions on a voice note, or might be some funny ones. Them, so that'll be good. But I mean, <coughs> the the podcast is boxing and life, boxing and life. Obviously, we talk a lot about boxing, but this episode I want to talk more about about life and about things that's been going on. Like a lot is happening. You know, our everyday life, day to day, right now, to us it's it's pretty normal because yeah. we've been in it. But like from the outside looking in, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Some of the stuff that we'll, that we'll get up to. So go on, what have you been up to? Like what, uh, like well, th- I mean, up, what, uh, what's been going on? When so was the last podcast? Well, it's summer's started since the last podcast. So how would you like assess your summer? Like what, what, well, what's I've been going on this summer? I've been to Las Vegas for three weeks with Robbie Williams. Uh, and yeah, I've been spending a lot of time with Robbie Williams. Now I know that I, should, I shouldn't name drop Right, name dropping's not good. It's not fun. You look a bit of a dick if you name drop. Chris Hemsworth told me that. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. That was one of Robbie's jokes he was on on the. Uh, oh, like straight in, wasn't he? Yeah, he was name dropping straight away. No, but that's his joke. He's, he's like his joke is like uh, I was at Bono's house and I should name drop. Yeah, Prince Charles told me that. Yeah. So I thought I'd use that. Didn't really work. Didn't really go down well. But uh, yeah, so we were there for three weeks and I had a, a great time training Robbie and then being there you come out a couple of times we had a we had a great laugh and a great time as well yeah so I come out for the first three days of the the three week residency he was doing a residency in in Las Vegas at the Wynn Hotel which is like one of the top hotels in Vegas it's next level yeah so Tony was out there every day training him for three weeks I went out for the first three days and the last four days so I went out for three days came back to LA for a couple of weeks and then went out again for the for the last three or four days to help out with the training and stuff, but um, let's um, let's tell people a little bit about that first three days because it was the the first day was the night that Tyson Fury fought in Vegas for the yes. first time. So it was really weird because we went out and it was like the first day going out with Robbie and all that. And then as, as soon as we landed, we were straight to the MGM 
and you went into Tyson Fury's dressing room with Robbie. Yeah. Right, like about what, 40 minutes before he fought, right? Yeah, Less than well, an hour it was, before it was, it was all wrapped up and all that. Um, so I, I was all that. Yeah, There's so a couple we, of videos on YouTube. Yeah, so we flew, we flew straight in. We flew with Robbie. We met him at the airport in Alia. Flew in, uh, went straight for Lacey. From there, straight to backstage mm. with Tyson Fury. I've never seen Tyson Fury for probably 10 years now. He was on the amateur boxing team with us. Yeah. He was on the, um, on the B team. Which people get surprised, yeah. Because David Price was on the A team. David yeah. Price beat him in the amateurs. He was a lot older. Just, just speaking of that real quick, like a few people have asked me, asked me about Fury. People ask me in the gym about him a lot, and um, and it's it's really it's really interesting because I feel like the first few fights of his career, like when he was coming up, he, no one really considered him that good. I think, and he did. had a couple of hard fights like at British level and. Yeah, I think it wasn't, but no one was like, this guy's like amazing. Yeah, he's got better with deep, But yeah, he just decided like, right, I'm just going to be amazing and start working on being a, a slick well, fighter. Well, he didn't just decide. He didn't just decide. But I, he I style, no, but I think his style changed a lot. Yeah. Like now he's just like, you know, he's become like a, a different kind of fighter. He's like way slicker and he's just smashing it. Yeah. Um, so he, he, was, he was a great, phenomenal amateur. He won like a world silver medal in... Um, in the juniors, I think, and but he did he had a lot of uh, good fights, and mm. he was fighting good opponents. And he was promoted by Mick Hennessy uh, <coughs> on what network was it? It's like Channel Five, I think. Wasn't yeah, it? but he, he did well, and and now he's flying. Now he's yeah. better than ever. You know, I think with what they see with heavyweight boxers is they get better as they get older. You know. Yeah. So he's still young. He's still like thirty. Yeah. Or thirty-one, he might be. Yeah. Uh, so he's still young. So he's got you know the, a lot a lot ahead of him. So yeah, yeah. we went backstage. Went in there, seen uh, Tyson, seen Hosey Bur Burton and a few other fighters. Seen Ricky Hatton. Billy, Billy Joe Saunders. Billy Ricky Joe Saunders Hatton, yeah. was great to see him because he was a me Olympic teammate, yep. uh, now world champion. So it was great to see him and spend some time with Billy. Uh, yeah, w w it, was, it was great. And then going watching the fights in ringside. That whole process for me was really surreal. Like, just just getting driven to the MGM backstage, getting ushered in and all that. And you know, when you're watching a fight and then they do like the, uh, oh, such a body's arriving, like such yeah. a celebrity's arriving, or this fight, the, the fighter walking in and all that kind of stuff. It felt like I was part of that because it was like, we w all walked in together. There was like you, Robbie, and his manager and video guy. It was like four or five of us, yeah. I think, but it, was, it wasn't a lot of us. And we all walked in and I think we all had like, the shades on and up from the sun yeah. and then it's like the minute that we walked into the arena it was like oh uh talk sport robbie can we get a prediction for the fight yeah. and all this and i'm just stood there kind of in the background like this is mad this yeah <laughs> off its head it and then we walked around the corner surreal. and then it was like all right uh here's tyson's dressing room i'm gonna go in and then it was um the security guy was like oh just two right now just all well, he only wants two of you yeah. going in so you and robbie went in and then me and uh Robbie's manager Michael and, and his video guy Leo were, were sat outside and waited for you to come back out and then like we sat down for a minute and then we'd been there like like one minute and then Gordon Ramsay comes bouncing oh, out, yeah, out, the, uh, out the dressing room and like comes right up to the three of us he's like hey how's it going boys like it's great to see you and like shaking our hands and he's like how oh, you been and all this and I'm thinking I've never met him yeah. <laughs> and, like, and I'm a massive fan of Ramsay I love his TV shows he's like yeah he's amazing I love it. I love him, and uh, but he just come up to us and he was like shaking around. He's like, "Oh, you been and all this, like chatting to me like he knew me and That's all that." Class. I was like, "What is going on? Here? <laughs> like, we've been We're there two man. minutes. Yeah, yeah, it was off its head." Yeah, such such a great experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, the full Vegas trip was a great experience. Yeah, and, uh, 
being hanging, hanging with Robbie, I mean, it's great. He's, he's a great fella, you know, and uh, being at his shows and working with him and working with the team. He's got a, a great team. And yeah, someone asked me about uh, what is it with Robbie that's so successful? Why is he, why do you think he's so successful? And the obviously he's he, he's ridiculously talented, mm-hmm. like fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he gets on that stage and he opens his mouth, it's just like what? Yeah, like a different person. You even you've seen that. I know you've been around uh, musicians for a long time, but like he, when he opens his mouth, I'm like wow, he's really good. Yeah, uh, and then it's just natural to him now. Like he's been doing it for so long, it's just like yeah. So 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 that he's got he's got that the talent, you know, first and foremost. But then the team he's got around him. Yeah, his manager, Mike, That's a great point, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the people who he's got around him, mm-hmm. Carl, he's his drummer. Yeah. Who's, Amazing, and he's just got amazing people around him, amazing team. It's, it's definitely a family feel, and that's like a huge part of everything. Like you, you see people who are successful, it's easy to neglect like the team and the family and the support system they've got around them. It's like yeah. a professional family, isn't it? Yeah. And 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 speaking of that, like every night before they played, like right before they went, on, they do, go on stage. Like you, you know about this, but like the huddle. Yeah. There's like a big arm in arm huddle backstage and it's like two minutes before they're about to go on they all get around arms around each other and you kind of prepared me a little bit for this because the first week the first show i was back in la and you said oh we got in this big huddle and you had me do this like motivational speech right i was like what that's mad so let me just let me just set a scene so now we're in a huddle like everyone's got their arms around each other there's about 30 people there uh dancers management like the the band crew security the band everyone yeah everyone's there in a huddle and then robbie's like you know we'd be doing really well and you should watch his vlogs it's all on the on the vlogs on vloggy williams on Mm. youtube and all right so we we've been in vegas now we're kicking ass this is great they'll see words of inspiration have never been so important right now yeah. <laughs> and we've brought someone along for the words of impri- inspiration and, and I'm thinking like, who, the, who, who they brought along and it's like uh, Tony come on give us the words I'm like, uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> shit myself <laughs> and it's really funny and it's great yeah so it's it's like a, it's like a, a, a team family thing that they've got going on yeah. it's really good it gives them a little boost before everyone on stage yeah. so I come out for I think the last two shows of the residency right then they got you it was class. and then I'm in this huddle and I'm half expecting it a little bit I could tell you were by your answer yeah and then getting this huddle I'm thinking right I'm probably going to have to say something in a minute so he did the same and he's like oh I brought someone in to give us this final push for his last two shows in Vegas <laughs> Glenn what have you got and I was like shit and you I, did alright though yeah but what I didn't expect is that for that every single person there <laughs> to repeat every word back yeah. so I went alright everyone and then he went alright everyone and I was it's like class. shit and I went, I went, um, and then everyone went, um, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> they're going to repeat everything, but it was, so it was class. And what I'd found out after, on the vlog, he had Jose Mourinho doing it, didn't he? Yeah. It was like, like just a couple of weeks ago, Jose Mourinho's there well, doing it, and then I'm doing well, it. Well, I had Jordan Pick, Pick, Pickford, oh, Pickford doing yeah, it as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what was mad on, on the last night when Robbie played? It was, I think it was the last night. I'm sure it was the last night. Yeah. So he comes down from the, the top from mm. on a on a on a on a, on a what's it called a Korean thing mm. comes down and starts singing right. But the curtain drops, then he comes down. So we're in the arena and the crowds all there. Everyone's gone mental because they just announced his name and all that. The curtain drops, and then there's a big earthquake. Oh yeah, that was mad. That it was horrible. It was horrible. Mm. People's running out. Mm. Didn't know whether the show was going to start. What was happening? Uh, the security everyone's looking around looking nervous and all that 
and then Robbie's he's, like Robbie's like fuck it. He's, ang- he's coming he's hanging com- from the ceiling ang- in this yeah. fucking box and then and then there's the, the earthquake uh, and then he's they just done the show and they yeah. fucking killed it the show was amazing yeah, yeah. you know they rolled with it really well yeah. I, I was just off to the side on on to this oh you were like, there man yeah. right. and, and uh, I'd only had like a glass of wine before they played that, that was the show that I did the speech was it so I did right, the, the yeah and then we went in and then I'm stood there and like the show's starting I can see him coming down from the ceiling yeah and all of a sudden, I felt really dizzy. Everything's like spinning. And I'm like, whoa, this wine's gone to my head. Mad, wasn't it? I'm, like, I'm not that, that bladded. I've only had one glass of wine. And then I looked up, and the speaker was just like, pff, pff. I'm like, so shit, scary. there's an earthquake happening. Right as they started the show. So shot. scary. Yeah. And then as soon as they finished, everyone that's all everyone was talking about, yeah. right? Like, you feel that like earthquake. But yeah, so one, yeah, the Vegas trip was amazing. Mm. You know, when we did the last podcast, we told some stories about Ubers, right? Yeah. That's This is one of the most... Uh, the feedback I've getting from a podcast in a long time about people Ubers. loving the Uber story. People you cannot beat a good Uber story, though, can you? But like Uber is a, a car sharing service mm-hmm. where, it, in fact, I'm not going to explain. Do we what need Uber to is. explain what Uber? But is? people, like, if you England, don't know what Uber is and you're listening to this, like, what are you doing? People in England don't really use Uber. You know, no, I think in, they do. In Sunderland, when I was there last last year. And ordered the Uber, and it's like yeah. there's one car, and it's like fifteen. Oh, like ten miles away. Like fifteen yeah. mile away, and you're like, yeah. "Fucking, I got to wait twenty minutes for Uber." I think in in England it's more like cities, isn't it? Like London, like Manchester, big, yeah. big cities. It's it's there, but so like we smaller told towns like where we're from, yeah. it's, it's not as. So we as told big. some great stories on uh, on the last podcast about like when I got kicked out of Uber, when Glenn got kicked out of Uber. Yeah. To go back and listen, that that was a funny episode. Yeah. And uh, don't fart in an Uber; you'll get kicked out. Well, it's funny you should say that. So I went go-karting before, well, when was it? A few months ago. And it was a 60-minute drive away. And I thought, I'm not driving 60 minutes. Mm. I'm going to get an Uber, you know, and work while I'm on the way. So I was on my way. And this Uber driver, he was about 70-year-old. He was uh, he was a Chinese man. He kept farting. Mate, it was fucking. He was farting. He was disgusting. Ugh. He kept farting in, in the car. Uh, but straight away, bad review. Yeah, I did. I left him. I left him a, a, a bad review. And as well, he's a he's he's a Chinese fella. He's his navigation was in Chinese, and it was loud as fuck. <laughs> whatever, whatever. I can't. I can't speak that. But yeah, it was really, really loud. And uh, his on, driving was terrible. No, I'm not doing it. Speak some Chinese. Go on. <laughs> I could be racist. <laughs> I don't know if it's racist or not. But uh, yeah, and it was a nightmare. A full hour. Just that it stunk. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Lyft, Lyft, now I get Lyfts, not Ubers, it's a different service, because uh, I get points on my American Express card, so, and, I, and I'm using Ubers tons, mm. well, Lyfts are tons, mm. so they do a thing where it's $14 a month now when you get... Uh, I've found that Lyft is off. slower than Uber, though. It is. I tried to do it, because I've got the same Amex as well, and I've tried to use Lyft more, and every time I go on, it's like, oh, 10 minutes for a car. I'm used to it now. I'm it's, like, it's not I, I can't be asked. It's because you live in the ghetto, mate, and they want to drive around where you live. Yeah, play it all shit all. Real shit all <laughs> in it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's fourteen dollars a month now, and you, and you get ten percent off your off your rides, which works out well in the long well, run. Does Lyft exist in England? For anyone listening, I don't in know. England, I wonder if Lyft exists know. there yet. I was listening to a podcast with a with a uh, owner of Lyft on, and it was really really good. It's mm. how how did you make this or something? That big podcast, and. Uh, it's really interesting, like the because the, the went away investor. I think it was before Uber. I don't know which one was first. We, we think Uber because mm. that was the one who got the most popular. But they went to uh, to investors. I think they went to seven investors in Silicon Valley. 
asking for investments and it was like what's going to happen is uh, you're going to people's going to use their cars and drive you around and you know people the investors like not a chance gonna i'm not going to get in a car with a stranger mm. and, and and let them drive us and pay them yeah and now and now i'm safer now putting my wife and kids into an uber than yeah. a taxi yeah because it's mad like think of this 10 years ago right if you just said you're gonna get in a car with a stranger to get around you're gonna go in a stranger's home as somewhere to stay when you're in a different city yeah and you're gonna rent Airbnb. and you can rent a car off, off a, a, a stranger you don't know as well and just drive it for the weekend mad, isn't it? and it's just like what not a chance is that gonna happen and now it's huge now it's, now it's abnormal to think of like not, not that yeah yeah one thing I've noticed what young Uber drivers are doing now is being on the phone, which is mad. You know, we've spoke a lot on this podcast about f- phone addiction, social media addiction, which is a huge problem. And I love talking about that as well. But what I'm seeing with these young Uber drivers, I don't know if you've noticed this, when, when they pull up at the traffic lights, they'll get the phone and they'll scroll really fast on Instagram and they're looking. Really on Instagram? Yeah. And, negative review. And w- when I'm, yeah, I've left a ne- few negative reviews because of that. When I'm on my phone, it's when the back, there was one one lad. He was not was one girl. She was about twenty five year old. She was going onto Instagram. I'm I'm a proper spy when it comes to spying on people's phones. And she's going on Instagram. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to to your advantage. <laughs> yeah, going on to uh, onto a story. See, click on who's viewed the story and then trying to see who's viewed the story while she's driving. Why she's this one's at the traffic lights and then should drive a bit further. And stop again, next traffic lights, boom, straight yeah. on there again. And it's there was like 25 people that viewed a story. I'm like, anyone's looking like, at well, story? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. So, have you seen, I, I told you about this, the TV show Black Mirror? Yeah, I love it. The new season, there's an episode about exactly this, and they replace Instagram with a different name. It's yeah. this company, this social media company and yeah, all that's that. that's great. I love that. This guy goes off his head, takes this guy kidnapped, all this. And it, it he goes mental and kidnaps this guy and threatens to kill him as a big standoff and all this until he gets the the CEO of this social media company on the phone to sort his problem out. He's holding this guy kidnapped because he was with his bird in a car driving late at night and she was asleep in the passenger seat and he got his phone, picked it up and there was a notification that somebody liked his picture on this social media, yeah. right? So he swiped up to see what it was and then as he swiped up, bang! car crash his bird died in the car crash and then that like fucked him up in the head he blamed that didn't he and the result of the car crash was it wasn't his fault it was the other guy's fault so he spent the rest of the few years feeling guilty and all this shit and then it just sent him like the guilt sent him into mental and yeah yeah but it was that that's the premise is like the social media app boom can yeah. fuck up your life driving yeah and you know i think i'm definitely guilty of being on my phone on social media when i've been driving and you know, when, when, when you stop and think but about it, what you're doing, it's like, what am I doing? It's with, ridiculous. Without sounding like a dick, like being on your phone and driving is kind of a skill that we're developing as humans, I think. Like, if you tried to do it 10 years ago, you, you wouldn't even probably think, you'd be like, oh, fuck, that can't even touch that. Oh, fuck, that can't. It's too, too yeah. risky. But now we're getting better at it. You see people doing it. And it does my head in because they're driving shit or whatever, and it's dangerous as fuck. I'm not saying it's a good thing. But you can see... I was getting better at it. And right. now cars are putting technology in. Like now on, on my new car, I can respond to text messages with my uh, system in my car while yeah. I'm driving. It'll be like, oh, new text message. Was away. Do you want to reply? Yeah. yeah, reply with this. Voice messages is the way it's going to be going. But um, 
it's interesting that you said there's a lot of shit Uber drivers who are doing that. I had a driver the other day who was f- fucking class and he got pissed off because someone like nearly cut him off. He's like, I, I bet he's on his phone. And we and he's like, he pulled along saying, he's like, yep, he's on his phone. He's like, why can't people just be off their phones for like the time they're in the car? There's plenty of time to right. check it. And I was like, oh, nice one. Yeah, I was like agreeing with him. So I, I think it's just like in, in Uber, it's, it's hit or miss whether you get a good, a good guy or a shit there guy. There were some statistics before about about driving. It's it's like having like ten vodkas being when you're on your phone and on on like the level of like like concentration. Lack of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. is. Uh, but what's good about Uber now? What you said they're, they're doing this thing where they've got a button. You told me the button where you press it and it tells you whether or not let you tell your driver you want to talk or engage in oh, conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because we, we've talked before about conversations in Uber Mate, and how frustrating they so are. But, th- but thank God Uber have added that feature now. So if you want to not have a conversation in your Uber, you can select quiet ride. Right. And it just the, the driver the then knows, like, right, I'm not going to talk to this person. Me, me wife didn't understand that about asking questions. Yeah. We got in this Uber where we were, I think we were down at, at Disneyland and the fella asked... Uh, so where are you from? Because he accent. Oh, that and, question just and then like uh, she says, "Oh, we're from here, but we live here now." All oh, right. Well, uh, wh- where are you going? And she's like answering and answering. And I never spend that much one-on-one time with my wife uh, because we've always got the kids, and we're on like a forty-five-minute drive right now. And this wanker just spoke to her for fucking forty-five minutes, and I'm sitting there furious, like. Speak to me, like just stop, and then I, I'm keep trying to when he when, when he stops talking, I'll say, so uh, did you did you see this about uh, this? And then he's listening, like, yeah. oh, what's that? She's and he's dying get, to be he's part just of the convo, getting in the convo, like, no, mate, oh. we're not. We using this service, we using your car, yeah, and it's the worst, yeah. So, so then when when you that was right as I told you, like a few days later, wasn't it? I'm like, oh, they've added us, yeah, noise cancelling thing, yeah, no, but, but like quiet, right? you get them all the time. So now it gets to the point where. I'll not engage in conversation and there was a when me and Glenn uh, we were coming back from Vegas just we got in an Uber from the MGM and the Uber driver said hey boys so where are you from oh. and me and him looked at each other and we just blanked the Uber driver <laughs> like <laughs> didn't even respond yeah he's like where are you from and he said it twice and I was like on my phone hey I was going pretend I was on my phone yeah. Glenn's just blanked him and I'm it's kind of what you've got to do <laughs> yeah you know Cause at this point though it's like i've lived out here now for uh 13 years or whatever it is and i'm like it's just it's it's gonna happen i'm just like resigned to the fact like as soon as you meet someone you're like and then they're like oh where are you from like, yeah england oh really what part near yeah. manchester <laughs> oh yeah right, so what's it what's it called who, blackburn who's your football you're team not gonna know it Who's your football Oh, team? the Rovers, yeah. Yep. Oh, my cousin's uncle's from um, Cornwall. And I'm like, nice one. It's probably closer to California. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, fucking hell. So my one now is, oh, so you're English. What's your football team? Yeah. I don't know, follow football, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't? Yeah. <laughs> nah. Nah. That's it. Done. Nah. <laughs> Conversation right, uh, dead. Yeah, they're stuck then. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, well, I've met an Englishman who doesn't like football. He must be weird. I'm not going to continue. Yeah, he's weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, please. I want them to think I'm weird. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, the conversation thing, like, oh, man. Like, I'm, I love how I can do that quiet thing now. And and speaking of that, I told my dad about it. And uh, he don't get it. I'm going, 
oh look at this you can do on Uber now you can set uh, I want a quiet ride and my dad went what? I'm like yeah you can do a quiet ride he's like Ugh, that's unbelievable. <laughs> like, like, just not having it at all. Like, he's the opposite. He's like, he why would you not want to have a conversation? Right, like, yeah. yeah, well, try living out here for a good 15 years and then you'll see what I'm talking right. about. You know, even, even if I'm by, well, more so when I'm by myself, I don't, I don't want to speak to Oh, yeah. I, like, see, me and you are similar in that we use Ubers for work time. Yeah. You know, like, I'll sometimes leave the car at home and Uber around so that that time spent to, like, get on emails and right. catch up on messages, whatever it is. Um, you know, like get on calls or whatever. I read that uh, Lyft's going to be in the future doing an unlimited service. So unlimited lifts for... Like a monthly fee. Yeah. That's a good idea. But are you, are, are like, are sell packages of miles, how yeah. many miles you do, which is a great idea because... Yeah, great idea. Right now, my monthly payments on my car is like fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And the insurance and everything else. If I could scrap my car and, and just get Uber, Uber everywhere, yeah. it's, it's the future, you know. The future is self-driving cars yeah but until then this is the next best thing mm. have you used Turo yet have you had a Turo is that the car hiring app yeah T-U-R-O yeah um, I, I, I haven't used it yet but I'm like close to using it for for weekend drives that I have uh, that are quite long I might start um, it's a car rental app, right? it's basically like Airbnb for cars yeah, yeah. so you just, you, there's a huge list of people putting their cars up for rent for the weekend or the week or whatever and that's a good thing as well if you're out of town for a few days you can list your car on there and people will come yeah. rent it you can make, make extra cash on it my Range Rover on there because you can yeah. get like 300 dollars a day in 10 days that's 3 grand mm. it's just fucking free money yeah. but then I'd be scared because they scratch my wheels yeah <laughs> by, by the way we're not affiliated with Uber or Turo but if you <laughs> want to sponsor this podcast get in touch yeah get in that'd be good <laughs> you know talking about uh, not like wanting want to talk to Uber drivers and that me missus she, well she said it was last night talking about empathy right she said it was last night we were out having a meal and she went you know there's a uh, th- <laughs> there's only a thousand pandas in the wild now like in living the world in the world a thousand pandas in the w- and I went I'm not bothered <laughs> She went, what? <laughs> what if they're going extinct? I went, you know what? If pandas go extinct, I'm not bothered. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not being a dick, but I'm, I'm just not, I'm not that bothered. Yeah, yeah. And she went, you've got no empathy. You, I went, as, as long as it doesn't affect me family, myself, yeah. me friends. You selfish bastard. I'm good. <laughs> it's like people who get stressed about politics, about Donald Trump and yeah. about this and that. I don't give a fuck right. about that stuff. All I, I want to know really, is, really I mean, I mean tact is going up or down or is my health insurance going up or down? Like, and that's about Where <laughs> have pe- people got the time and the energy to stress about Donald Trump tweeted this? Yeah. Come on, man. Don't get me started on this. I mean, you, you get into that stuff, <laughs> you? I would, I would get into it, yeah. But, but like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Pandas... I mean, it's a shame about the pandas. Yeah. But I'm not going to let that's, it affect that, that, my everyday I, thing. I, I have this um, kind of mindset towards, like, vegans in general. Like, people that... Imagine s- vegans? No, like, just, like I'm just going to go on to it about, yeah. like, the their whole operation and mindset is... There's so much mental capacity, capacity taken up with animals getting killed for meat or this is that and that. And I'm just like... All right, but like if I, I, don't, I don't get that, like what you're saying is like you're taking up brain time 
and worry or yeah. you know like concern or whatever about something that you have no control over that's what i don't get so tell me about i'm not saying that you can't spend your time putting effort into causes that are good or whatever but like there's got to be an element of realism where you're like right I'm concerned about that, that's fucked up, and it is fucked up, and I'm not gonna take part in it or whatever, you've got your own little agenda. But people go way beyond and spend so much time and thought on things that they have no control over. Why did you say and you that's were getting, why you I were just getting feel like what Oh, I just think people are more concerned about like what he's tweeting Do you agree with than they are whether he's fucking doing a good job or not. Do you agree with us here? Like the people aren't people don't really look at like what he's actually doing and going, is that the right thing for the country? Is that not the right thing for the country? The news stories that you hear and the, the, the general word on the street you hear is, can you believe he tweeted that? Can you believe he said this? And he said that and he's going, it's like, what he, who cares what he fucking tweets? Yeah. It's like, he's not gonna be a politician who's like saying everything politically correct. You know why? Because he's not a politician. He's come into politics as, as, as an outsider. He's not a politician. You know so he's I'm not, not gonna, bothered about it. I know, but he's not. He, he, exactly, I'm not. I don't care what I he mean, tweets. I mean, you sound I'm like you are. I'm not bothered about what he <laughs> tweets. I care if he's doing a good job and if it's, like, good for the country or not because that actually affects us, you know? But, but like, if, he co- if he's we're there, going well, to let, London let me ask and you he slags off Sadiq Khan saying he's a fucking dick or whatever, it's like, I'm not bothered. Well, like, I might be totally wrong, but, but like... But if he puts me taxes through the roof... But if he puts, and I've got less money but if he puts my taxes through the roof, if if he's not, because but, but, but whatever, it's like it's it's it's, shit, it's, it's it's happened. It's like it's out of my control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anything that's out of my control, like pandas going extinct, yeah. or Donald Trump, whatever, yeah, I'm not fussed about it. And me missus said so. I, you've got no empathy. And do, do you know what people will say back to you as well? They'll be like, well, you do have control over it. You can vote. And it's like, no, one vote ain't going to make a difference. But, it, but, but even, all right, I'll vote that then I've done the, that. But that's it. I'm not going to stress about anything else. I and never did vote. Y- and, 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 you know, and, and other people say, oh, you can't complain about it if you don't vote or you don't participate in it. That means you, have, you can't have an opinion. Yeah, I don't vote. Fuck I don't off. complain about it. I don't even think about it. Uh, in other, it, 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 the it, you're almost in a stronger position if you don't vote because you look look you can't blame me I didn't <laughs> fucking vote I'll blame you you're the one that got involved with this, the, the whole fucking process so, so she said so what, 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 what bothers you like other than your family I went not much like I really don't like to see kids your business yeah but apart from that's like me catching pedos on the beach <laughs> apart from uh, apart from uh, like I don't like to see kids in refugee camps and or, or, or starving kids in Africa. That that there would that would get to me seeing that shit. Yeah, th- th- there's, you know? there's things that like make me fucking blood boil. Yeah, you know, but it's like, like what? It, mindless animal cruelty makes my blood boil. Like someone just going up, to, like you see it on Twitter quite a lot, viral videos of people just like fucking booting a cat. Yeah, it's horrible. Like, like, I'm like you, f- like just pussy shit yeah. of the highest order. Like makes my blood boil. And yeah, just like unnecessary, unnecessary, like cruelty and just fucked up shit. Like that's just a human instinct is to be like pissed off and yeah, and you know like like fuck that's horrible. Yeah, no, that that, that stuff is horrible. Like you said, it's like realistically, like there's not much I can do. You know, I can like retweet, catch this guy or whatever. Let's fucking sort him out. Yeah, but like so like another another thing. Me, me, pe- pedos, what we said. So, yeah, 
I'm at the beach yesterday. This is yeah. A, let's tell this story. Uh, uh, we've uh, we've uh, touched uh, on it a couple of times. I'm sure uh, people are dying to hear this story. It's I couldn't one. believe what happened. And this is the God's honest truth. I'm not making this up. I'm at the beach with my wife and my two kids yesterday. Oh, sorry, my three kids, two kids. At the wife with, with the wife and the three kids yesterday, and my wife's in the water with me. The middle one, the three-year-old. I'm with me five-year-old and one-year-old digging a hole with me spade. And there's a guy next to us. He's about forty-year-old. Um, he looks Iranian, um, and he's overweight. And he's sitting on a deck chair. He's by himself. He's got a daft hat on, and no sunglasses. He's got a blue T-shirt on. And we, I, I'm looking. And I'm thinking, is he taking pictures of me wife and me daughter? They're pretty far away mm. in the water. So, like I said earlier on, I'm great at sneaking and looking on people's phones. So. While, while while he couldn't see me, I walked on the back of him and I got over his shoulder and I looked and I was like, that's me wife and daughter in that picture there in the beach, but they were far Fuck away. Hell. So I thought, it might be the scenery. You might be taking pictures of the scenery. It's a grip. It's uh, it's Santa Monica Beach. Millions of people take pictures there all the time. So I, I'd never done anything. I went and sat and played, start digging holes again. And then I, and then I see him again on his phone. I walk back around, but this time he's watching some comedy stuff and he's smiling and all that. Five minutes later, I get on him again and he's, he's got his phone right in front of his face. So I'm thinking, what's he doing? So I walk around the back Just of him again. Just that instinct, is it? You have like, yeah, I walk around the back of him again and I looked over his shoulder and I see a picture of me, of me one year old on his phone screen, like big. I, w I was fucking furious mm. I put my hand over his shoulder I pulled his phone out of his hands mm -hmm. and I said mate what the fuck are you doing taking pictures of me kids oh I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I'm gonna delete them uh, your, your kids are cute your kids are cute uh, so I'll, I'll pause there your kids are cute you can even think of that two ways right you can even think that that's a dirty old man or you can think of it in another way where I say like your kids are cute my kids are cute right and People stop me in the streets often, especially Asian people, and want to take pictures of me kids. Just before you go any further, though, I I don't think he was foreign. He was foreign, so I get them. But, but, not but someone who says your kids are cute, right? Like you think that instinctively about your own kids, right? Because you you've got a skewed view. You're the, your kid, you're gonna yeah. think they're cute. I think it's a little weird to look at someone else's kids and go, "Oh, they're cute." It's like. I don't even like that. Doesn't even enter my no, head. Like, I know. It's just like they're just kids. Yeah, it's just fun. Like just whatever. I'm not gonna think of them as cute or not cute. Like oh, that's a not cute kid or that's a cute kid. I'm not even gonna. That doesn't even enter my head yeah. when I see other people's kids. But the thing is, giving them the benefit of the doubt, which I shouldn't, but I am. Foreign people, it's it's different. They don't see little girls, little kids with white hair, mm. you know, running around. Right, right. And the, the English is not really strong yeah so whatever that means um anyway so when you so i got his phone and i went and i went through them all i deleted all the pictures went and we deleted file deleted them again uh and then then i threw his phone on the sand next to him i'm 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 amazed by like how you just whipped it out of his hand and you're going what the fuck are you doing and you actually get into the point where you're going through his camera roll deleting the pictures and then going into recently deleted and deleting that yeah takes a bit of time what is he doing while he's, you're still, he's sitting there cleaning out his camera? <laughs> he's sitting there apologizing, and 
I was See, thinking, that, that to I, me, I was thinking, I was that, thinking the same. I was thinking, if, if that was it, me, I would be open. Get yeah, me phone exactly. If you're innocent and someone whips your phone out your hand and goes, what the fuck are you doing? You'd yeah. be in the face going, the fuck are you, give me my fucking phone back. But he's probably, he knows he's out of order doing that. Yeah. And he's just kind of sat there and took it and, and thought, oh shit, he's caught me here. I look really odd. <laughs> Especially when I'm angry. Old. Odd. Old. Odd. Or, with, all right, with, right. With, with just, just clarifying. Odd with the ear. <laughs> and like, especially when I'm angry and you've just upset us about me kids. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be on the wrong side of that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I got his phone, I just threw it in the sand. Then I shouted at me myself, and Sarah, come here. I got out of the water and I went, that fucker's just been taking pictures of the girls. Mm. And by this time he's packing his chair up. I walked over to the lifeguard station and I said to the lifeguard, I went, mate, that fella there, by this time he's walking with his daft luminous orange deck chair on his back. Walking over the beach, I went, mate, that, that fella there has just been taking pictures of me kids. Mm. Life got said, You're joking, aren't you? I went, yeah, mate. I said, I want to tell the police because I'm, I'm raging. I want to tell the police. And he went, Yeah, he said, I can tell the police for you if you want. He was sound. But all the police will see is it's a public place. Yeah. He, uh, and and, and it's, 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 he's not breaking any laws. Um, he said, But I can tell him if you want. I went, No, mate, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Do you know what's mad to me, right? And I, I understand it's tough to do it, have it any other way here. But in LA, if you get caught having a piss in public, you immediately go on. If you get caught with by police, you get arrested for it or whatever, you immediately go onto the sex offenders list. For having a piss? For having a piss. It's no. like, yeah, it's public like... Really? Uh, yeah, it's public public nudity or whatever. Shit. You're instantly classed as a sex offender no. for having your dick out. Right, so you could go and have a piss. No, you tell us, mate. I've been here you know, <laughs> right. all the time yeah. when I'm drunk. So you, like, you could be down on a back alley or whatever, like on a night out. You have a piss, and cops catch you. Whatever, you're a sex offender. Wow. But you can go down the beach, take pictures of kids, and fucking walk away, go back home, and you've got pictures of kids on your yeah. phone, and you're a pedo, and you're fine. That is a law the that needs to change. That is a law that needs to change. How do you stop that? How do you even go about? Like doing it, but like you said, like no pictures on the beach or what? Well, the, what do the, you do? The lifeguard said. How do you uh, stop? The it? lifeguard said that it happens all the time. Yeah, that um, maybe you tell me. Uh, and, but that needs to be against the law. Mm. Like there need to be a big thing, a new law that comes out. You cannot take pictures of other people's minors if they're sixteen under or eighteen under. Yeah. Yeah, you can take your pictures and do videos without permission or something. There should be. There should be that. Yeah, one hundred percent. I would discourage like, it straight away. Like you, you see people with phone, like video in public places. Yeah, it's fine. You might whiz past kids mm -hmm. or whatever. I might have took a picture of a of the Santa Monica P, and then obviously in the background there might be, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, but yeah. even even then, I always try and avoid kids on cameras at yeah. all times. Yeah, yeah, at all times. So speaking of laws and what's illegal and what's not illegal, I want to ask you this. It's a good question. This, if there was one thing that you could make illegal, what would it be? Illegal. Yeah. Well, that. Taking pictures of, yeah. Kids. I mean, I've just, I, I, yeah, that's what I've just said. Like, yeah, that should be illegal. Yeah, I've never even thought about that that question before. Uh, it's a good question, isn't it? It's a good question. Uh, what, um, what would you, what would you say? Um, invasion of personal space. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, like when, say, you're in a queue or something, and someone's just stood way too close to you, and you're going like, "What are you doing?" You know what I mean? Like people who don't get it, standing too close. Or they'll like bump into you and not say sorry. You think that should be illegal? Sit too close to you. I would, yeah. I'd just because get on this. If they do it and they and and you go, what are you doing? I always like be a, a dick. I'm like, you got enough room there? And like, I'd be giving like some sarcasm back. 
but like today, just just before I came here today, I was um, out for uh, lunch, and there was a guy stood behind me, and he kept bumping, bumping like back like this, and it, uh, like a few times. I'm thinking, how does he not know that he's back <laughs> making contact with someone? Are you that fucking stupid? So I was just thinking, like, if that was illegal, right? I could be like, there should be like a 10 second rule or something where it's like, you've been in someone's personal space for 10 seconds. I could be like, right, 911, got a personal <laughs> space invasion. He comes and gets arrested. He has he has to go to jail for a week. <laughs> I guarantee he's never gonna invade anyone's personal it, space ever a, again. That's a terrible law. I'll tell you what should be illegal, is people on social media uh, giving people shit, Twitter trolls. Yeah, but it's entertaining, isn't it? <laughs> Not, not, <laughs> you can give not if you're back. the person getting shit. Yeah, uh, I think it depends, like what kind of level you're talking about. But yeah, it's I just think they're a bunch of muppets. Uh, like keyboard warriors, we like, we like to call them. You know. Yeah. I just didn't get it. It's yeah, it's, I don't get it. It's so so nasty, and I've spoken about it on other podcasts about when, when I drew that fight as a professional, and I got oh, yeah, so yeah. much criticism, so much stick. It was horrible. It, it really, really got us down and made us feel depressed and horrible and I guess then I, I, I wasn't that popular compared to some people who get popular fast and then they get loads and loads of shit mm. you know um, but th one thing to think about with that is if you're not getting criticism you're not getting shit then you're not doing anything important I think well you're not getting criticism or shit and you're not I get shit. Have you seen the fucking Dan Pena episode we did? If you look at to the oh, YouTube yeah. comments, that's true. that's true. Yeah, that's funny. If you want to laugh, go no, on. but but you know what I mean. It's like the, if you're getting criticism and shit, then you're clearly somebody that's doing something that people are paying attention to. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure it's hard in the moment to think about that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I, I don't half get, of it's a lot of bullshit. You I just, don't get shit anymore now. What last last time I got we shit. get shit with the academy. People yeah, occasionally now and again we get personal. When it's when it's to the business, it's right, different. Right. But when it's yeah. when it's personal, yeah. like I I got someone. But I take that stuff personal if it's if people yeah. slag off your business. Someone messaged me on on Twitter a couple of months ago saying uh, you were a shit boxer, you would never have done anything in boxing. It's a good job your hands broke, uh, you would have got hurt. You were fucking terrible. Some random person give yeah. us all this. So do you know what I've done? I went on to Google. I Googled the best view from a house in LA. Got that picture. It was like a, a balcony looking over a pool and uh, like you could see the full city. And I replied like, yeah, I might have, might have been a shit boxer, but I'm not doing bad now. I wake up with this every morning. Yeah. <laughs> it was like- Did they respond? It was like a, uh, it was like a $20 million house or yeah. something, yeah. which, you know, were ridiculous. Did uh, they respond? No, they didn't respond. It's like when we were in um, Vegas, I got you said I didn't get shit, but I got a DM off some random guy saying, you bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we started trying to video time him, remember? Yeah. And he never answered. Video that timed him about 10 times, and he never responded that's once. That's what I, that's what I want to do it next I'm time. Like, <laughs> someone gives a shit, I, I, I want to I wanna call them. Yeah, same. See, let, come on, let's Come on, let's, let's have a chat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit yourself. Yeah. Be fucking class. Amazing, I know. I was dying for him to answer as well. I was like, oh, please answer this video chat now. Well, you never did. Sums it up, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Hard behind the phone. Big time, big time. But uh, yeah, I, I think talking about being illegal, that that sh shit should be illegal because I think it does get get people down, you know. Yeah. Uh, so another thing, when, when we were in v when I was in Vegas with with Sarah, what I, what I, I noticed just how how much pigs men are, P men's men's fucking in Vegas. pigs. 
yeah just yeah. pigs yeah just horrible like because i'm with my bird we're, we're we're chilling in the pool and we're just watching what's going on people yeah. watching yeah yeah and you can just see people from like men just hovering around girls and yeah. trying to chat them up and being all nice and nice and you know um like how sensitive all that kind of stuff is out in LA now with all this like oh you can't touch a stranger yeah and you, like what you can and can't say to women and all this kind of stuff and then you go to Vegas and it's all out completely out the window it's yeah. just like men walking past birds going staring at their asses and checking them out and it's like it's on another level it's just like you know it's like England how England used to be when you were a kid when in on a night out in it it's just like yeah. right back to that uh, it, it's, it's so Ad, funny adult uh, playground out there like we've seen uh, we, we we seen this one fella who thought he looked fucking mint he had just greased back air he was in decent shape he had skinny little legs he had like me sounds like are you describing me greased back air <laughs> yeah no but he was he was dark and he was he was big and uh and he had glasses on, he had a gold necklace on with a fucking medallion on, a gold watch, gold ring, and he just thought he was mint. Yeah, yeah. And he was going There's up loads of toes of shit in Vegas. Oh, it there? was horrible. Just, yeah. No, and I had the conversation with me bird, I was like, all right, if, if you were single, what would you prefer to have? Would you prefer to, would you prefer to, uh, I, no, I think I said, would you, if you, if you were to have a little fling with someone, would you prefer a fella who was a high nine Great looking, body, fucking fit, but he was a boring bastard. Yeah. Or would you prefer a six <laughs> who made you laugh all night? She went up six all day who made us laugh all night. And that's what it, that's what it's about. Yeah. You know? And I asked the girl who was next to us, I, I said, by the way, we're having this conversation, I'm a bit drunk now. I, I'm just going, what would you prefer? And she's like, the six all day long? Yeah, yeah. Someone who can make us laugh. Men don't get it. Oh, they mate, don't get it. Oh, mate, this, it's just reminders on. You're gonna think I'm lying with this story. This was last night. So yesterday we had the pedo at the beach. Last you had a good day yesterday. Then last night we went for a meal. Right, we've not been out together for a long time. Cassia in Santa Monica. Yeah, we've got like a little thing next door, a little wine bar. Yeah, yeah, I've been. It's, 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 it's good. really nice. So mm -hmm. we're sitting out there, right? And we get there, and as soon as we sit down, two minutes later, there's a there's a, a fella, <coughs> sister girl hey nice to meet you yeah arms uh, uh, whatever and they sat down they were on a tinder date right now this fella is a 10 he's fucking a good looking no he's not a 10 he's a nine he's got a chiseled jaw he's wearing like it looked like a tom ford suit mm. smells really good proper like it's like a fella and i'm i'm as straight as the come but you look twice at him because like, he's a good looking man him yeah but and oh, just, just quick side note before you tell the story like men who recognize other men are good looking but then they're insecure about thinking that that's a gay thing to say. It's off its head. It's just like, all you're doing is acknowledging that he looks good. Yeah. It's like looking at two cars, right? You're looking at a rusty piece of shit and then you look at a brand new fucking Bentley. You know? yeah. That's a beautiful car. That's a piece of shit. It's like, you look at a bum on the street who's fucking covered in food and she's got shit hanging off his ass. <laughs> he looks like shit. And then you got a chiseled, chiseled jaw and a suit and he does yeah. his hair and he looks good. You're like, he looks good. Yeah, me, There's nothing gay about it. It's like you're just recognising he looks like a good, presentable human. He doesn't. But it's just common sense. But I wanted to kiss him. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> this story's going to get interesting now. No, Let's not, go. not really. Not really. Uh, but you know what I'm saying, right? No, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and the bird he's with, she's probably... Uh, a low seven yeah she's like i'm like she's punching like and me and missus agree like wow 
Anyway, they sat down on the table. It's usually the opposite way around, isn't it? Yeah, they sat down on the table right next to us. And this fella started talking about himself, talking and talking and talking. Oh, and I'm man. like, and he's got an annoying voice as well, kind of like a David Beckham voice where it's a little bit squeaky. Yeah. And he's American. Uh, and he's talking and talking. He's talking about religion and he traveled to Rome and he went into the Vatican and he's seen the statue. And I'm like, fucking hell, he's doing my head in. The, the woman come. So you uh, didn't want to kiss him after you read <laughs> The woman come, got, got, got his order. The, and he went, what can you get? And he said straight away, I want this. And never let her pick right, a drink right. first. And Sarah's like, oh, that's a red flag. Yeah, yeah. And then he's talking and talking. Mate, 30 minutes went by, they'd ordered food. You're going to think I'm lying. What happened? 30 minutes went by, they'd ordered food, right? And he's doing my freaking head in. Mm. And my head's done in. I'm thinking, this girl's head must be done right in right now. Yeah. Right? She went to the toilet, right? She, she went to the toilet, and then uh, and then the food come, right? And then he's like sitting. He start tucking it, in. Start tucking <laughs> in, right? But he's tucking in and tucking in, eating it. And then five minutes went past. <laughs> I said, I said, uh, me missus, I went, went, she went to the toilet to tell her friends, like, this fella's doing my head in yeah. on, on the phone. Five minutes went past. Ten minutes went past. He's finished his food. She didn't come back. She fucked off. Oh, get in. She left him. That's amazing. And now he's on his phone texting, trying to ring, trying to ring. Think you're like, having a Barney or whatever, and, like, and, and she just bailed. And he's not, this is the first time they've met, wow. but on a Tinder date. Shit. And he's that boring. Yeah. She just bailed. She just bailed. Get in. Before the food come. Legend. And and now, now he's trying to phone her and she's just blanked him. And then the 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 the, the company went. I need the check, but he yeah. said I don't want to pay for this because she never come back. I went, well, sorry, sir. Yeah, you, <laughs> you've got to pay. He went, but I, I never ate the food. And then the management come and he's like, well, I never ate the food. And he's gone on. And I'm like, oh my god, me me me, missus, like the best night ever. Yeah, yeah. Some Just great entertainment. entertainment. Yeah. And uh, class. I think the, I think they let him off were her bill because he explained what happened. Uh, but that just goes to show right mm. there. Yeah. You know. Fair play to her though, because a lot of birds, especially in LA, will put up with that shit. They'll put up with it. Just, yeah, they'll put up with shit men. I think, like if they've got, if they're getting took out and they're getting like, getting drinks bought and they're getting purses bought and all this shit, they put up with shitness yeah. and they'll just sit there and be happily be bored for a few hours. If at the end of the night, they they're getting whatever they want out of it, you know yeah. what I mean? That's how shit rich fellas get, get uh, punch above the weight with birds. Right, yeah, but the, but this is you've you've got to have a big crack. Like his his personality was like fucking talking to a, a, a pot of t- a pot of paint. Yeah, you know, he had nothing. To yeah, it's just a talking about himself. So yeah. this is a story for men out there. Ask questions. Yeah, I was dying to hear her voice. I never even heard her voice. Thirty minutes, mate. Thirty minutes. <sighs> Horrible. Thank God. Did you consider yourself fortunate not in that game where you have to go out and meet birds. You I'm sound. <laughs> you good. I, I don't know. I don't know what I would do, mate. I don't know what I would do. Uh, but yeah, that that was that was just last night. What an entertaining deal we had yesterday. Uh, what's happening with you? So uh, yeah, what, when was the last time we were on a podcast? What? What? I don't even know what I've done. Uh, yeah, done the Vegas thing, and then um, I was out on tour with um, Twenty One Pilots again in June. That was really good. Love doing that stuff. Uh, we've got Academy coming up in New York next next month. Oh, I was I stayed at the One Hotel in New York on that tour. If anyone's ever in New York, get yourself to uh, the One Hotel in Brooklyn, like next level. Uh, really good. 
Uh, other than that, just um, day in doubt in the gym and trying to build this academy business, isn't it? Yeah. Just having the time in my life, just loving it. Yeah, in Elliot, it's good. Isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, finally got a new car that you posted on your story. Yeah, Glenn got a new <laughs> car. You got a you got a, a Toyota Prius. Yeah. Two thousand and nine. Uh, green. <laughs> green. <laughs> green one. Ten inch wheels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Talking about talking about wheels. Paul King was telling us the other week that in, in LA, his daughter went to a car garage, uh, and Paul's got a bit dough, and she, they knew that somehow, and they tried to stick it up with. Oh, he told me the story, yeah. With 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 the price, like yeah. ridiculous, mm. and that's the thing in LA, people's got so much money out here, it's it's mad. Yeah. You'll, you'll go somewhere and ask for a price, yeah, and they'll uh, and they'll try and stick it up, yeah, yeah, like, and. He went and he's like, "I'm not paying that much for these wheels," and like they cut the pricing off just because it's a young girl going to where right. going to the shop, you know. Yeah. I went and bought a. <laughs> this was yesterday as well. Bought a fucking day yesterday. I went and bought a, a new a new chair for the living room, like a big a love seat. It's yeah, called. Yeah. Where you can, it's a little bit shorter what we're sitting on right now. Yeah. But like three people can sit on it, a really big one, and that was a that was for sale for it was a thousand dollars, and I went. I really wanted it for one chair. Yeah, it's real nice. You've got, got too much money. It's got it's got, uh, it's got goat's feathers in the in the pillow. No, the goat's not goat's feathers. Goats haven't got feathers. Geese feathers. Fucking hell. Anyway, it's fucking really nice. And I went in and I went uh, and they cut on you. And I was like, uh, I went. This is a thousand dollars. She went, yeah, but I can do a deal. I can give you, I can give you for eight hundred if you buy a deal. Yeah. I went. I went. Uh, you're smart enough to realise that you're not saving two hundred dollars. You're actually spending eight hundred dollars. Yeah. So anyway. Cut a long story short, I, 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 I paid a 500 cash and got, got it for 500 cash. Right. You know, so I got 500. You, no, people, you, no, no, you, you've not saved $500, you've spent $500. You realise that, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, but let's, let's speaking of you and money, if anyone wants to do this, go and entertain yourself for a couple of minutes. Google Tony Jeffries' net worth and uh, pull up the results. You're worth 14 million now, aren't you? I was, but last night... Uh, I googled it again because I, I oh, wanted to change. It went down to ten. Oh shit! I'm only worth ten million now. I hope, uh, hopefully, a few people listening saw the video you posted about this. Didn't you post it on your Instagram story? Yeah, I posted it. You were googling your own net worth, and it was like Tony Jeffries is worth fourteen million dollars. Because I was with Leo, and we were googling. Goes, goes to Vegas for three weeks. <laughs> it's gone down to ten. <laughs> <laughs> was googling celebrities' net worths, who who knew, and uh, I, I thought, I wonder if there's anything on mine. And it's like, yeah, your net worth's ten million dollars. Like, oh, nice, nice. I wonder why they got it so low. Shame. <laughs> I was <laughs> gonna say, shame. It's a little <coughs> bullshit. Then, uh, as well. So, I'm, I, with that, there's there's a, a quiz page what tells you about it. And look, look at this. I took a screenshot. I sent it to my family. Um, so there's a there's a page. What's like things you should know? Things you should know about Tony Jeffries. And and look at this. Yeah, yeah I'll let you read this out. Just sent them today. Uh, Scrolling through. You know, I'm in these family chats and there's like just a million messages. Yeah. Look at that. Is Tony Jeffries gay or straight? Many people enjoy sharing rumors about the sexuality and sexual orientation of celebrities. Oh, so you're a celebrity, are you? Yeah, go on. We don't know for a fact whether Tony Jeffries is gay, bisexual, or straight. <laughs> this is fucking amazing. However, feel free to tell us what you think by voting below, by clicking below. Vote now, and then if if we can get this on camera, 
there's a massive rainbow flag saying gay, straight or bi. 50% of all voters think that Tony Jeffries is gay, brackets, <laughs> homosexual. <laughs> like I didn't know what gay was. What does that mean? Uh, 50% voted straight, that's heterosexual. And 0% like to think like to think that Tony Jeffries is actually bisexual. So it's 50-50. You've got some work to do. Do you know what? Can you can you confirm or deny these rumors now live on the podcast? No, this is I'm, clearly a, I'm keeping people a massive. I'm keeping people thinking. Issue. Do you know what? Right, I, I posted I posted <laughs> this picture on my Instagram story. Yeah. Can, oh yeah, you got shit for that. Yeah. Didn't can you? you can you see that on the camera? Which camera should I hold this up to? Uh, and if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see right now. Yeah. This is me screensaver actually. If you're so, listening to it, it's a picture. It's Tony's home screen on his phone. Uh, it's his two daughters holding rainbow flags. It's the LGBT Q. Q. Yeah, they've added a Q on now, I think. Are they? Can you yeah. see that on there? Yeah, so that's the picture. Soon it's just going to be the whole alphabet. That's the picture of... Uh, huh? it's if you soon we're just going to have the whole alphabet. LGBTQA. I posted on my story with, with, me, with me girls. It was LGBTQ week in Santa Monica. Or it was around the world. I don't know. I don't know. And it was, was a pride month, wasn't it? Yeah, and there was flags everywhere. So they've got the flags and I took a nice picture of them. And I posted on my story. Mate. Yeah, we were in Vegas when you posted it and you and you showed me like the DMs that you were getting. I was getting DMs off people talking I can't your daughters are cute but they're holding pieces of shit in their hands. Uh I love your content but I'm unfollowing you now for posting that yeah. stuff. Someone says you're a fucking prick for posting that. And I'm like, what? What what what, what? I don't even I'm posting a picture of your daughters. My daughters holding these flags. Yeah. And I didn't realise that How political it is. Yeah, but how how anti-gay people are around the world still? Yeah, you get you probably got a few followers in like Russia or Poland or like Eastern Europe where it's just like yeah, I've probably got it's a just few. a non-starter. You don't even like go down that road. Yeah, it's still a lot of backward uh, shit going on. So then I'm like, what? And I'm like, all right, now I want to post more. So <laughs> yeah, I got just don't wind it up. I got I got Michael some <laughs> rainbow uh, gloves made. And yeah. I posted a picture of me wearing them. Again, I got loads of here. I'm following yeah, you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's sound. And then I post a picture of me sitting on some rainbow steps in Vegas, posted that. <laughs> and now 50% of the public think I'm gay. <laughs> you know? Shit. <clears throat> but I, I, can't, I can't believe that, you know, it's, it's, it's mad to me. Yeah. And the DMs was crazy. Oh, why we're talking about DMs, right? Is now if if you're going to DM someone on Instagram, get that DM out what you've just got in there. Which one? The long one. If you're going oh, to yeah, DM yeah, someone yeah. on Instagram, if you want to DM me or Glenn or someone who you don't really know, keep the direct message short. I just get so many DMs, it's going to take me a while <laughs> to find it. Keep it short. Not an essay. I haven't got time to read an essay. And I've got the point now when when people send me is. them big ones. Right, there look at this. Put it at the camera. Which camera can you zoom in? With uh, can, we, can we cover up who sent it? Because I don't want to make this person feel they might be listening so I don't want to like make them feel like a dickhead so look that's a direct message Glenn got right Glenn hasn't got three days to read that don't send me a book you know uh, got it I'll get messages on Instagram where it's they're just long really book. really long and I, and, I, and, I, and I cannot read them it's like I, 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 I do you know what they do as well and he, he, this, this person did this as well at the end sorry for the long message Th th they'll put it in there somewhere. Sorry to send such a long message, but here's a book. Yeah, I've sent. Or here's a book. A sorry for such a long message. A few, few messages back saying, "Send it if you're sorry." What's the question? Like, yeah, just fucking ask yeah. the question. Yeah. I didn't want to hear the the 
the life story I want to hear the question do you, do you know another one as well like when you're face to face as well when people go can I ask you a question no mate why are you asking me a question before you ask the question <laughs> just ask the fucking question <laughs> you know what I mean yeah or they'll go question da, 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 da. so they ask the question question and then I go answer da, 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 da. <laughs> like just, why are you doing that yeah uh, but my social media is still growing rapidly pretty fast it's went down now at the beginning of the year i was getting uh six thousand followers a month something like that why are we talking about this now because uh, we just drifted from dms in the instagram into your followers and how it's growing and yeah, your net worth and, and all that shit i got a tick and all that and but now anyway you lost four million dollars by going to vegas for three weeks yeah <laughs> that's mad uh yeah something's happened with the instagram algorithm now and it's 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 messed up where now i'm I'm only gaining like a thousand a month or something. It's yeah, quite really it, down. It's definitely changing. The in, the most interesting thing since we're talking Instagram, you just sent me a screenshot of this the other day that's already started in Australia. In Australia, they're testing this now. So Tony's uh, brother-in-law um, lives in Australia, and he just sent a screenshot of his Instagram. There's no likes counter anymore. It yeah. just says this post is liked by this person and others. That's it. Yeah. So it could be like five people liked it or five million people like that that post. You don't know. And Instagram's only showing the people who like the post who you follow. Yeah. And they're testing that in Australia and they're testing it in Canada as well. So it's going to remove it. So the idea behind that is is so people don't get worried about posting content and they post more content. And they, they think that that's going to have people post better content. Yeah. Where I think it's going to have people post worse content. Why do you think that? Because it's like, I'm not bothered if it gets likes on, I'm not bothered if it's a good post or not. Don't I'm just start like throwing any old yeah, shit Yeah, any old shit. Yeah, yeah. Just to keep posting. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully it doesn't work that way and they keep it. Because I, I want them to keep it. I don't, I hate it when like a good thing gets changed. Like th there's nothing wrong with it how it is, I don't think. They're like people change shit for the sake of changing stuff. Well, they're testing stuff. To make stuff. upgrade stuff and make things better, yeah. But like just taking away the numbers is like, a massive part of everything for a lot of people. But that being said, there's the, the, the there's got to be a, a reason behind why they're doing it. And I think the big thing is now with with younger the younger generations, kids and all that, they're getting shit in schools for getting you only got ten likes on that picture. Ah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, make, making fun of you, but just getting people down and depressed. I think that's a big thing. But you can't it. blame social media for that, and you can't put the uh, well, it's society. You can't put the blame on social media. You can't point fingers at social media for that. That's on the individuals involved. It's like the same shit they're going through with that is exactly the same shit we went through. It was just a different source. Now Instagram exists. It's just another source for them to, to use to you know, bully people or take the piss or whatever. It, that's always going to happen. People are always going to take the piss. People are always going to be mean and nasty at school or kids. People are always going to do the same shit. It just happens to be like, oh, in, we're going to talk about Instagram now instead of like how you uh, were, you know, shit at footy today yeah. or, what, or you well, couldn't I, fucking I'm, spell I'm just, get, I'm just guessing that's what it is, but I'm just guessing that's why. But there, there must be a reason behind it. Like for, for me, yeah, I, I don't want to see that happen because I'm really proud of me growing, me following so big and and uh, and I get a buzz and it feels really, not gonna lie, it feels really good for me ego when I'm getting 100,000 people or 100,000 views on a on an Instagram video. I love that shit. Mm. But 
I'm the minority in this game. I well, don't know. If they take the numbers away, you're probably still going to get that same amount, and I'm sure they're going to let you see how many people yeah, seeing it. It's yeah. just not going to be visible to the public. You're still going to get the analytics as a as a as a user. I think. But that would be yeah, nonsensical no, to no, take you, it away from will, the user because then it becomes a guessing but game. But as well, I heard they're going to take away terrible. how many followers you've got as well right, from there. Right. So that that kind of that's kind of hurting me. Yeah. Because that's kind of. I don't honestly. I don't think it'll work if they try to do that. Just because it's a huge part of our culture and our um, society or our our day to day now is like, oh, this person got this many followers, and it's 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 what people talk about. It's part of people's conversations yeah. on a daily basis to take that out is taking like and a really massive part of what people that'll are really about hurt influencers yeah oh big time yeah really hurt influencers like yeah. who, who do this for a living yeah which there's thousands it would thousands change of the marketing game like massively it would change like a lot yeah. yeah huge so i heard about this on on youtube and i've been telling you about this youtube channel i watch like daily to fill the franco yeah it's the only news that i'll watch it's like a 15 minute video he puts it on four or five times a week where he talks about different stories that's happening around the world. And he, he spoke about it on there as well. And he was on the fence, because he's a big influencer. He was on the fence. So he tells stories, <laughs> a story <laughs> that, that's went, been going viral now. There's a hashtag, it's hashtag lick ice cream, something like that. Lick ice cream? Like something like that. Do you know what people's been doing? They've been going around supermarkets, opening, you heard this, opening a tub of ice cream, licking it and putting it back in. Why? Funny. <laughs> no, no, because now someone's going to buy that ice cream, but people's been arrested, right, for it. So they're opening like the video on themselves doing it, licking the ice cream, putting the lid on, because it's a it's a naughty thing to do, it's oh. a bad thing to do. And then it got to one point where people were spitting in stuff and yeah. putting it back because people's going to buy that stuff yeah. and take it home, right? Which. I just said it's funny. It's not funny. It's absolutely fucking disgusting. It's funny to the Muppet doing it. Yeah. Because he's a fucking low life, but and he's got absolutely no time. On like it. He's got too much time on his hands. He's got no life. If that's what you're spending your time doing, then fucking get a grip. Yeah. Lick my scream and putting it back. It's, it's, it's horrible. Like, if you think of a practical joke, right? The whole point of a practical joke is so you can see the end result. If you're just putting some, licking some ice cream and putting it back in a fridge, you're not getting to see the end result. You're not getting to see that person take it home, go and eat it, and go, oh, what the fuck's this? And then having a laugh with them about it. Or would you, or would you laugh? You're some ice cream and put it back in a fridge and then going home. Like, or would you laugh if it was a, a, a two-year-old little girl eating what you've just licked? No. You know, that, that's what I mean, like, yeah. dickhead. Yeah. yeah, you should get arrested. It's, it's like, like well, fuck me. what, what they were doing productive. What in Australia, doing? I spoke about this in a podcast uh, before, they were putting pins in. Oh, yeah, you told me about putting that. Putting pins in strawberries. on a previous podcast. Yeah. yeah, they put a pin in the strawberry, off. And then people were eating the strawberries and just fucking destroying the mouth, yeah. which was horrible. Like, like for example, if if anyone needs advice on a practical joke, just go to Caesar's Palace, check in, and pull your friend's pants down, and then put the foot between the, the feet so they can't oh, pull them back the up, and then start filming. Yeah, that's a that good practical. <laughs> that was a good one. Put a few mates in it, and you've seen the end result. It was funny, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, mate, so that, that's horrible with that with the ice cream and all that. And uh, we're talking about, uh, me and my missus were talking about last night, about when we first come to LA. I'm, I'm proper going a different direction now with the story. And the mindset that we had when we come here, well, the mindset and the money to what we've got now. Like, when I come, I went to buy a mattress, right? And I went in the mattress shop and I said, I want your cheapest mattress. 
and he went the cheapest mattress I went I want the cheapest mattress you've got I got the cheapest mattress it was like $95 for you for a double mattress for me and my missus yeah because it was like I'm not fucking I'm not buying a mattress for whatever a couple of grand yeah and now but didn't you just spend 500 on one chair that's what I mean my mindset's switched completely now oh you're saying when you first came to LA that's yeah you, right 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 yeah you used to be tight as fuck yeah no but I never, I wasn't earning like yeah. I retired from boxing I never had any income yeah so uh, I love where, where this conversation is going because I think about this shit all the time go on yeah and and now we're going to do a podcast on in in the future maybe the next one talking about the things that we've what we use to change our life look out for this podcast it's going to mm. be great because me and Glenn's into biohacking uh, in, in uh, doing stuff to help you perform better and we've got just, a shit just ton of upgrading your life yeah really just by <laughs> even if it's by 1% yeah. you know yeah. doing 10 different things 1% better yeah. means you're going to perform 10% better so this is a podcast we're going to keep for the future yeah uh, so go on go back to the mattress story when you first came here you wanted to pay $95 for a mattress where you at now yeah you paid 9500 for a mattress now no I mean the, the, the last mattress I bought was $19,000 and the reason it was 19000 no, <laughs> 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 $19,000 no what I, what I did I, my mattress now I googled uh, the best <laughs> mattresses and I got one off Amazon I think it was about two grand or something was it, was it organic <laughs> no right. it organic. speaking of your buying habits on Amazon we gotta, I gotta bring this up uh, you sent me a screenshot that you bought these. <laughs> Get him. I know you've talked about how much you love ordering shit on Amazon, but this is on another level. <laughs> so what is it? So if you're not watching this on YouTube and you're just listening to it, it's a pair of really shit-looking boxes. <laughs> like super shit. They're all baggy and shit. <laughs> it's and not then, a baggy. Look. I'm wearing them. He's wearing so them right now. Organic so, boxer shorts. Yeah. So look at look at the the picture. Uh, There's a screenshot of the Amazon order of the two pairs of bo- uh, boxer shorts, and he circled the word organic. So <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck are you sending me this? He's like, well, look, they're organic. I'm like, all right, but they're still shit. So it's yeah. like, but just in case you were wondering if they're organic or not on the waistband instead of having the brand name. Yeah, I've got them on it says organic. But I've got them inside out. <laughs> I'm wearing them now inside out. <laughs> fucking the worst. For the organic. Yeah, so just in case you're wondering, like, I'm not bothered who makes them or anything, but you just have to put on the waistband, like, where the brand name usually is. <laughs> it just says organic. Um, men's two pack of organic cotton stretch boxer brief underwear delivered to Tony and Sam. How much were they? Uh, it doesn't say how much you pay, but it says between 25 and 28.99. So, like, $12 a pair? It's yeah. not terrible, is it? Oh, for two, yeah, yeah. But I mean, look, they look like shit. Mate, they I'm not shit. I'm married with loads of kids. Yeah, clearly I'm not you don't trying care. to impress anyone with my boxer short game. You know what I mean? Oh, you got to have a strong boxer short game. Yeah, but I'm really looking forward to doing uh, doing doing that, pod- that podcast. You know, Glenn's worse than me for this stuff. Uh, when you go into Glenn's house, it's absolutely immaculate like <laughs> every you could eat your fucking soup off the floor like lick it it's that clean it's spotless it's he's got a, a beautiful place in the balcony onto the swimming pool uh, it's really nice and uh, i love how amazing you're making this sound and it? And, uh, and, uh, and it was really nice until i went there the other oh, week yeah, this was funny. and i brought uh 
and I took me three kids. I was looking after me kids. You know, I see I babysit me kids. I look after me kids. They're my kids. I wasn't I know, looking yeah. after them. Yeah. I've done that before. I'm, so like, oh, I'm just babysitting my I'm, son. I'm babysitting. <laughs> so I took him down to Glen's. He had his son there, and uh, they went in and they fucking trashed the place. Yeah. Like <laughs> within the, five minutes, there was a light. What a light broken. Like the, the, shit the, the, the blind got pulled down. Yeah. The two smashed, pulled down. Smashed some glass. Yeah. School thing you had. Yeah. Everything and I was like, oh no, I was a bit embarrassed. But then I ordered loads of food and then that went everywhere yeah, as well. Yeah, food went everywhere. His white leather settee was fucking black, you know. Uh, yeah. It's fine. It's fine now. I'm not bothered as long as your kids had a good time. <laughs> I'll clean it up. Actually, I'll pay someone else to clean it up. How about that? All right, rich boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I love everything like clean and, and, and proper minimal. Like, I can't stand space and clutter and shit everywhere. I, I hate it. Like, to me, I'm paying a lot of money in... To, to have that place in a nice area, right? So I think of it like if I go to an hotel somewhere, everything's nice, I'm paying for like an upgraded room or whatever. I want my house to feel like that all the time. I want everything like nice and how, how, how I want it. Yeah. I can't have like just shit everywhere. I don't know, I'm just weird like that, I suppose. Yeah, you're all weird like that. <laughs> but uh, no, even your, even your fridge, you open his fridge, you open his cupboard and he's got like a, a massive, supplement collection and it's all like <laughs> alphabetical order is it with fucking, fucking size and all that <laughs> like this it is it's like just just perfect like proper proper perfect uh, his fridge is perfect as well yeah. but if you think about it right if you wanted your house like if you could design everything that you want exactly how you want it would you not want to do that like where your fridge is just fucking perfect all the time. I, I do. No, I know. So I just make sure that that's how is, it is because it's my house. It's I my couldn't fridge. be asked to do that. Like it's, that's the thing. It's no effort for me. Like when I put the shit in there, I just I just put it in there. Like but why do you alphabetically order your your fucking <laughs> fruit and veg? He's got an apple, banana, <laughs> clementine, or whatever it is. Nah. Yeah. See, you're just saying like you're making it seem like I'm OCD, and I'm not. I'm just normal. a little bit OCD. I just like, I just like shit a little organized. bit OCD. I, just, uh, I don't see it as OCD. OCD to me sounds like a negative thing. Like you've got an issue. I just like my stuff nice. <laughs> me, you fucking avocados in alphabetical order. Size, you, you've got a, you've got <laughs> an issue. Avocado size. <laughs> yeah. Eight ounce, 12 ounce avocado. You, 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 you've got it, you've got an issue. Uh, no, but that, that podcast episode about the things that we've we used. That. Yeah, that it's basically going to just be a massive list of stuff that we think you need or that you should get that will upgrade and enhance your life. And it can be tiny things or it can be massive things. Yeah, it's it's like a Aubrey Marcus's book where it's called, uh, what's it called? Uh, something something about the day, what's it, what's it called? You on know? the day, is it? On the day. On the day, yeah. yeah on, on the day, on the day, life, that's it, yeah. Page 97, there's a yep. little bit about me on there, but I, I don't know. Yeah, if, we'll, you know. we'll not talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's what, what he's talking about in his book, which is a great book and I really recommend it, is um, how you could do one little thing on a morning that'll change your day mm. and it'll change your life. Like let's say if you on a morning you have you have frosties or, or conflicts with sugar on, mm. right? Which is not going to give you much energy, so you're going to be tired. And then let's say in the afternoon you think, should I do this workout or not? And then you're like, nah, I can't be asked. Yeah, I'm not going to do the workout. So you don't do the workout. You go to bed that night. You don't sleep very well because you've never worked out. Yeah. And then you wake up the next day. You feel like shit. Compared to if now you have some avocado with eggs and and 
and like a green juice with lemon yeah and you take some supplements that are going to give you better energy and now what you're going to do you're going to have more energy through the day so now you're going to decide shall i go shall i have a workout or not yes i'm going to work out right. you'll have the workout you're going to sleep better on a night mm -hmm. if you've got a bird you're going to have better sex or whatever it may be if, if you were a fella <laughs> And then the next day you're gonna wake up because you've slept really good and you're gonna perform better that next day. Yeah. So it's them little it's just things. It's the little cycle that builds. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the, and it's what we're gonna talk about in this next podcast is uh, about that about the the little things that you do to make your life better. So like I've just said, if if you're doing this, what makes it one percent? Then this, what makes it one percent? This makes you two percent better. Mm. Add all them percents together. Now you're going to perform ten percent better. Yeah, the it, it all makes sense. And in theory, a lot of people are like, yeah, well, I want to do that, but like, I don't know what to what what do I actually need to do, right, to make it better. It's like, well, in that next episode, we'll give you an actual list of specific things that you can go on Amazon and uh, and order. This is the first time we've actually spoke about a future episode on an episode. Mm. So sub, sub, so subscribe to this podcast and. Uh, don't miss that episode wherever you're watching it you know you should subscribe to it yeah uh, so I've got lots of questions well I don't know if I've got lots of questions I put some stuff on me Instagram so this is going to be interesting uh, talking about Aubrey we've just been in Austin Texas when was it last month May in May and we've done yeah. some shoulder spawn and we've done a session with him and he punched me in the face the hardest I've been punched in the face since I retired from boxing he, he does punch hard as well. He's a beast. Punches hard, but he whacked me, slipped, missed me shoulder, and hit us straight in the chin. I got a black flash, and uh, it was horrible. Buzzed off it. I got buzzed off it. Wow. I got, it was horrible. Uh, it was a solid shot with mm. his little ten ounce gloves on, uh, but he felt was like oh, he was so. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, he felt so bad for doing it, but yeah. you know, that happens. And I'm so worried about getting hit in the face. It's horrible. I, I think I think now I'm 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 chinny because I've been punched a few times, not that odd, and I get black flashes now. I think when I was fighting, that would have just I'm it becomes you, you become used to it, you get yeah. conditioned to it. I'm not it? used to it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So oh. speaking of getting punched in the head during shoulder and body sparring, let's talk about my fight in Las Vegas. Oh yeah. So yeah, I had uh, three two-minute rounds with one of the crew from... Well, it was Robbie's mate. Robbie's, Rob, yeah. Robbie's mate, who's an odd bastard, GMO. Yeah. He's 59, and he looks about 39 on his yeah. beast. Great. So, he f was he from Bristol? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah, he punches really hard. We've, he joins in the training sessions, done mitts with him a bunch of times, really punches really hard. So, Tony had this great idea. He's called JMO, this lad, and he goes, oh, let's have JMO have, have, have a fight with Glenn. In Vegas, What's shoulder and body sparring. Everyone was watching. Everyone's gonna watch. We're gonna show up. So we've been looking forward to it for a couple of days. It's like, oh, what time's the fight? Everyone's like, oh, what time's the fight today and all this. And uh, so four o'clock, oh, the fight. Uh, so we set it all up, didn't we? Yeah. A couple of minutes before we start the fight, oh, JMO's gonna wear a mouthpiece and a, a, a body shield. A body shield? What? So he had a body shield on, and I had no body shield Good on. You're doing well, though. Well, so I, I could smash him to bits and he's not going to feel a Shit. thing and then he's just battering me trying to break my ribs class. so bell goes shoulder and body uh, he touches my gloves I threw a jab on his arm bang right hand right in my face <laughs> his first punch he threw Punch off smashes me right in the face didn't he? so yeah. funny such a good time great time in a corridor in yeah and everyone just started laughing <laughs> yeah cool guys like oh shit but so moving on so I've just done I only done it like two hours ago about on Instagram 
you've got any questions to ask for the 100th episode, send me your voice note and I'll play them on there. So I've got a few here. I've not got loads. I want to play these these questions. I said don't have them boxing related. Right. Right. First one. How do I throw a perfect left yeah. hook? Yeah. <laughs> I said don't ask that. So here we go. So uh, let me see. Uh, yeah. I, I, by the way, this podcast, just so you know, is somewhat a bit of a break from what we talk about on a daily. We're in, in and around boxing and boxing fitness, and we teach trainers how to teach boxing at the Boxing Burn Academy all the time. So it's like that's what we fill our heads with so much in it. So yeah. these podcasts are a little bit of a chance to not talk about that and just yeah. talk about life shit. I know you want to talk about boxing, but... I'm going to do one just for that. So, um, Steve Robinson. Steve Robinson, he's done the Boxing Man Academy. Great mm-hmm. fella from England. Yeah. Uh, and I love the podcast. 100th episode, here we go. I was a little bit nervous so I can re-record it if you need to be. Well... Pressure's on now. Yeah. It's going straight you to did, You didn't expect us to read that, so <laughs> he, here we go. Hi, Tony and Glenn. It's uh, Stephen Lamantis, and I just want to ask a question. So, what's the biggest lesson or tip have you received from a guest on the podcast over the 99 episodes? Thanks. Bye. Great question. Great question. I actually yeah. had that in there to talk about who's been the, the best guest. Uh, anything that stands out for you? I think, uh, so there's a guy in the fitness industry called Alan Cosgrove. Oh, man, I was going to see that, man. He's a Scottish fella who overcame cancer, smashed it with his business out here, goes around America now teaching all these seminars. He, if you go through the archives, if you're in the fitness in- industry, if you're not in the fitness industry, or you just have a business in general, and you're looking to step it up to the next level or figure out how to run it, that is a great episode to listen to because the stuff that he goes on about, about creating systems and how to manage employees and hire and firing and all that kind of stuff, it's like... I. I I learned a lot from him on that podcast. Yeah. He's just a quality dude. He's like really good. The, the same with me. That was my favorite one because I, I learned a lot from him. Uh, but I'm just going to have a little look now through who the guests are. Uh, we have Brian Rose and Bobby Rimmer. That's all. Yeah, that was really good. If you're a boxing fan, like definitely check that one out. Episode 93. Because you, you basically tried to force him to retire on the podcast. <laughs> now he's fighting Anthony Fowler and me. Yeah. Getting a good payday. So rule number one of that one, don't listen to you. <laughs> 90, episode 93, Bedros Koulion, multi-millionaire. Great, yeah, that's a good one. Great Another businessman. Business yeah. He was very good as well. Yeah. Uh, let me have a look down. Don't listen to um, Dan Pena one. <laughs> Don't listen no, to I that like one. No, I like that one. Episode 86, we had the Mind Pump Boys on, talking about online businesses, delivering value, yeah. sex and culture, uh, sexual culture. That was a good one. Ryan Munsey, 84. Yeah. Great episode. I love Ryan Munsey. The Holly um, Randall ones are good because she's been on twice. She's uh, a porn photographer. And uh, every time, or both times that she's been on, Tony pretends that he knows nothing about porn yeah, or I sex. Don't know. What is that? Yeah. Uh, episode 80, Luca. Uh, that was great. You yeah. Never, you never, that was yeah, a good I wasn't one on that one. Business. Chris Algieri, 79. Uh, great oh, fighter. Yeah, good stories about fighting Manny Pacquiao. 77, Charles Bernick was a. Uh, I'll just run through these quickly. Was a is a is a brain uh, a brain doctor. Mm-hmm. Seventy six. Craig Ballantyne, good one. Five step five steps to be better. You. Uh, Seventy five. Tyrio, who's the owner of Four Sigmatic, which is an eight figure business, the mm-hmm. mushroom company. Yeah. Uh, Chris Dufier, seventy four, fitness business person. So, w- so to answer Steve's question, 
you'd say out the Alan Cosgrove one as well. Yeah. But what what, what specifically in that? Let's fly through these. Let me right, just fly on. through these. Give everyone a shout out. Scott McGee, 72. That was one of my favourite ones as well, episode 72. Scott McGee is a SWAT team member from Santa Monica Police. He, he's so good. That was a good one. Uh, who else have we had on? Jason Status. Uh, Saul Milton from there. Yeah. Alvin Crossgrove was 65. Uh, ben Greenfield, 63. Talking about biohacking. Yeah. Uh, Holly Randall, what Glenn said. Uh, oh, someone's fucking phone as well. Great. We've had so many great guests. Chris Schiffler, the guitar player from the Foo Fighters. Yeah, Frank Grillo was a good episode. Yeah, the actor Frank Grillo. Um, I really enjoyed having Liam Smith on talking about his fight against yeah. Canelo. That was good if you're a boxing fan. Yeah, Terrell Henricks, so, former retired so much fighter. Good stuff. Was so good. Yeah. Uh, the right. we'll, we'll be here all day going through all, all no, the episodes. Gary Vaynerchuk, what about him? Gary V? Yeah. How about Gary V on? We've had Jason Clark, producer for Ted Movies. Yeah. Paul Smith. Uh, David Price, Dan Pena, Frankie Gavin, uh, me, and Glenn Holmes. I've been on it. But yeah, I, I like the Alan Crossgrove one. So that was a good one. So, would, what did, would you take out of that? Just like like putting systems in place for your business. I'd say. Yeah. Like, would, I'd to answer the place. question. Yeah. So he's he's the next one. Hey, what's up, Mr. Tony Jeffries? My name is Shri Watson. My Instagram handle is at elite underscore investing. Now, I want to ask you, what is your best advice for? this generation as teens and millennials and what is your number one tip for them so that they can be successful and happy in life whoa big question what is my getting advice deep. to deep. A, a teen this generation i think what it is i think it would be that things take time be you, you gotta you gotta be patient you're, you're not going to create a huge business fast it takes time it's so easy for for especially kids now or, or young ones now to want to get something fast and it doesn't come fast you've got to work for it you've got to work over time mm. and uh, be consistent i think the reason they think that as well is because they see something uh, that's super successful like an app or um, a digital business or a YouTube channel or something like that that's maybe got like millions of followers straight away and is doing really well. And they think it's, oh, all I have to do is create an app. Yeah. And it's a good idea, I'll get millions. Like they think that it's like a quick way to do something. And, and it, it, whether it's a digital business or a brick and mortar business, it's always the same. If you're building a business and that's your goal and to succeed with it, no matter what kind of business it is, it's gonna take hard work. It's gonna take hours and hours and weeks and weeks and months and months and years of building and growing and marketing and developing and putting that time in to get it to where it needs to be. Like, do you think Uber was, was just launched and within a week, millions of people are using yeah. it? Not a chance. These, it these a lot of time. Th this shit takes time, yeah. And even like a, a YouTube channel, like, uh, you know, like that shit takes time. It takes work. It takes hours of dedication to yeah. that one thing. Um, so uh, patience is definitely a, yeah, a and good as, one. And as well, I don't don't expect to know what you want to do, like when you're 18, 19, mm. 20. I take, I, I'm, I was 30 when I retired from boxing. And, oh no, I was 20, 27, retired from boxing and I went into the fitness industry. I didn't know that I wanted to do this. It takes time. So yeah. even now I'm 34, I'm, I'm still young. I've still got another 30 year left, you know? Yeah, just uh, getting so started. But thank you for the question. All right, next one. My name's Arin Ketarpal. My Instagram's at underscore Arin Ketarpal underscore. 
I'm from India and I was wondering, Tony, if you are going to get any Box and Bone Academies in India here, preferably somewhere near Mumbai. Boxing, I mean, I can't answer that. <laughs> no, great question. We would <laughs> absolutely love to go to India, and we like, we'll be love to travel. We love to travel and t- teach the boxing. So wherever you are in the world, if you are serious about get, wanting us to come to your place, help us out. Send us an email. Uh, try and host us. Get a gym to host us. Get people to to come. We'll make it worth your while. But yeah, we would love to come to India. I know I've got a big following from India on my social media. Uh, so yeah. Please, please reach out to us. Glenn, do you want to go to India? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go anywhere. I don't care. As I'll long as I'm uh, making a lot of money doing it. <laughs> I've, been, I've, been, <laughs> I've been to India twice, and I love the place. Indian food's my favourite food. Have you had Indian... Well, you, so you've, you've been... When you were in India, did you have, like... I had like Indian, Indian food. food in India, like proper yeah, Indian, w- like homemade Indian food. Yeah, w- w- did it w- kick w- ass w- over English Indian? No, it didn't. I like yeah. English better. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so here you go. He's the next one. Thank you for your question. Right. What were your experiences like in training in preparation for Olympic Games and being part of the GB team? My experience was great. It was it really was. It was like uh, you only had one goal. Well, you never only had one goal. You had the big goal, which was the Olympics, but then you had a lot of little goals on the way, mini goals on the way to the Olympics. So you had the multi-nations, the world championships, uh, and that sort of thing. Uh, so you had the little goals and the big goal. But being around the team, uh, making some great friends, that's be friends with me for the rest of my life, uh, who's even people who's doing really well now, like like David Price just won last night, uh, James D. Gill, Billy Joe Saunders, Cal Yaffai, uh, and then Stephen Smith, Danny Price, all these boys are, are like I can phone them anytime and they'll do anything for me. See if they phone me, I'll do anything for them. So being around them, day in day out was amazing and it was a great experience and something that I'm very very proud of doing that. And then obviously going to the Olympics and then coming back with a medal it was the uh, was the best th- best thing ever. Right, next question. Hello, Tony. Have you ever tried microdosing for your trainings? If it could make your shots be my, my more accurate or fast, or if it could have any advantage, do you have any experience? Thank you for a perfect channel. We appreciate it. M- microdosing what though? <laughs> LSD. <laughs> uh, honest. Uh, really? This is Coach really? Sigma, Coach Sigma on Instagram. Uh, thanks for your question. I don't know what microdosing is. Microdosing is like a super tiny, small amount of a supplement or a drug or whatever to enhance performance or concentration or whatever. It can be right. anything. Um, like, you know, like microdosing um, magic mushrooms, L- LSD, microdosing, <coughs> I don't know, any, anything you could think of, really. I think that's, I guess, that's what he's asking. Do yeah. you, have you ever microdosed anything to enhance your performance? Legal? Or no, illegal. Obviously. I, 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 no, I've never. Have you? No. I mean, you're into supplements, not like. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I mean, so I'm into like supplementing a lot, but um, as far as microdosing stuff, um, not necessarily. Like, the only thing that I'd say I'd microdose is um, melatonin in bulletproof sleep mode supplement. They microdose the melatonin because, mel- um, I don't want to get too into this shit, but like, if you supplement with melatonin to sleep, it can fuck with your natural production of it. 
Right. So um, the, if you are going to supplement with melatonin, you would microdose it. That's one example of something that you can microdose. But yeah, as far as microdosing things for performance, whatever, or uh, sports performance, sparring, fighting, uh, no, I, I, I haven't, and I don't think you have, and no. I haven't had any conversations with anybody that has either. But I think it's probably on the, it's probably increasing in popularity, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's the answer, mate. Uh, sorry, I couldn't be more of a help for you. Yeah, uh, I'm just looking right now, and uh, I've got a lot more questions on here, but they're all, they're all. Uh, Text-based. Text-based, I, I don't want to go for them, but I'll, someone sent me this one question in a while ago, I've had it saved, so I thought I'd, I'd answer it. Oh, I haven't got his new, I've chopped his head off, off the uh, thing. So, what is the most unexpected thing you have learned about being a business owner in the health and fitness industry? Mm. Uh, Good I, question. I, I guess, at the beginning... The most unexpected thing. Yeah, at, at the beginning, I, and which might sound mad, there's a way more to owning a business in the fitness industry than just fitness, way, way more. We know you, you think, we, we first opened up a warehouse, it was an empty warehouse, we start training people in there and all it really was was training people in there. Just fitness, yeah. Just fitness. And but then, then you quickly realise this is not enough. <laughs> but, but, but then it grows, it grows, and as that grows, you need to put more money in, more time in, mm. and working with, um, working with so many people. We've got nearly 50 staff now, uh, well, with the Boxman Academy, we've got over 50 staff now um, dealing, dealing with different personalities, uh, getting people on the same page. Mm. There's so, so much that goes into, into business. Yeah, and I, I think you you've you kind of learn on the job a little bit about the skills of like hiring and firing and what the right decision is with like, oh, this should go here or that should go there. Should we sign this lease? Should we not sign this lease? Should we do this? You know, like, should we put this class on at this time? Should we have this? Price points, um, revenue streams. Like, there's, there's just so much to doing it. And I I hear people say, like, oh, I want to start my own gym. Or um, we've had people that have left this gym and gone, I'm going to go and start my own gym. And I just think that people think, going back to your original answer, oh, I can run a, a, a group class. I can do private training. I'm a yeah. good trainer. I can run my own gym. And it's like, you've probably got about, if you are a really good trainer and you are really good at leading classes, that does not mean that you can go and open your own gym and run a successful gym. You've probably got about 10% of yeah. what it takes to run a successful gym. And, and I think people, not that they're not honest with themselves, but they just think that that's all you need. And and since the beginning of this gym starting, I've asked, been asked that question a lot. Why why don't you start your own gym? Why don't you start? I'm like, I've no interest in starting my own gym. Like f for many different reasons, but I've seen from day one what it's took you yeah. to build this to what it is, and the stress that's gone into it, and the time that's gone into it, and the man management and the overheads and like there's, there's so much to it. It's like people don't really realise what what it takes to to do it and more power to people if they do want to go and do it but as long as you're realistic with what's involved you're gonna have a lot of long hours a lot of long weeks and long days yeah. and a lot of stress and a lot of probably financial stress as well uh to get it even close to where you want it to be and i think people are somewhat like in not in denial but they're like they find out as they, they'll find out as they go with yeah. it i guess you know that's a that's a great great answer uh, let me just see if this is a question here no, it's not. Something else. <laughs> Someone sent me a video. Uh, yeah, mate. That's it. Should we wrap this up, mate? 
yeah, that was fun. So 100 episodes in. and uh, 100 minute podcast, the longest podcast we've ever done. Yeah. And we've probably talked about 100 different topics. Now let's hope that this new producer's pressed record and this things work. Yeah. Work, you know? <laughs> Shit. Because yeah, if, if he hasn't, he's going to get fired and it's his first year. Pressure's on. <laughs> Are we Pressure's good? Pressure's on, Brandon. We're good. Nice. Good. That's what we, we good. Want. good. We <laughs> so yeah, just massive thanks to everyone who's listened to all these episodes. Uh, if you haven't listened to any of the previous ones, have a scroll through on Spotify or iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out uh, each each one. There's there's tons of uh, tons of good stuff to go back and listen to through the archives, and hopefully we can do another hundred. I'm excited for the next hundred. It's like a drink in it. You're not gonna go and do one. You, you're gonna go out and have hundred, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, who has one drink? Who goes to pub and has one drink? Yeah, I'm going to get showered. Uh, this, was, this was from a, a Liam Gallagher interview I watched a bit ago. He goes, oh, who goes, gets showered, gets the gear on, does the uh, gets all nice, goes down the pub, has one drink and then goes back home. <laughs> doesn't happen, yeah, does it? doesn't happen. Once you're, you're out, 100. you're out, you're having 100. Or 100 with the letter U, 100. Yeah, 100, I'm having 100. 100. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, it's been great. It's been great doing this podcast. I apologise we haven't been consistent with them. Uh, we'll and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna promise to be consistent with them again because I've stopped doing that because I've promised so many times. Yeah. But now we've got Brandon on board. Uh, there's a higher chance that we'll be more consistent with them. There's not. There's not, mate. There's not. I've <laughs> there there's not. <laughs> Good point. You're so so busy. Yeah. I'm busy, and our schedules don't link. Yeah. You know I can do them without you, but they're so boring without you, Glenn. I know. You know. And you're we've the had complaints. Like, I'm not listening to this if he's not no, on we've it. No, we've actually had complaints like, why you got Glenn on? He's fucking boring. <laughs> why you get an American on? It's about the same, mate. Yeah. No, Brandon might be the one who fills in. All right, then. Yeah, let's see how it goes. Anyway, thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, yeah, I've got nothing much to say. Leave us a review on iTunes. That would be really good. Yeah. If you can do that. Yeah, give us some feedback. Leave us some ideas for future podcasts. Uh, we love hearing from <coughs> everyone. So. Yeah, I'm going to the beach right now. It is now, it is five, 10 to 6 on a Sunday night. And I'm going to go to the beach and batter some pedos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See you later. Thank you.